This is a podcast about failure. With me, Lola Berry, author, nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Join me as we get to know these guests and learn about how their failures have ultimately shaped their dreams. Welcome to Fearlessly Failing with Lola Berry. G'day, it's Lola Berry here. So I've kind of like built this little routine or ritual with you where I do a little check-in now, which in the past I'd always record every intro in a bulk in one go in like one day in the studio. But Boss has kind of built his studio now down in Talks, Torquay, which is where we're isolating. So we've been able to do these intros as kind of like a weekly check-in. And in Victoria now, with corona kind of like stages of easing. I don't know if easing the lockdown is the right terminology, but basically you're allowed to have five people kind of like in a space at one time. So uh, you're allowed to visit family and friends, which is why this podcast episode exists because my dear friend, and you all here, we're very good mates, Bill Bezos, and I were able to record this podcast. He came down to talks, we sat down and we spoke about not only his journey as a very driven, humble, hardworking and kind human, but also as his work and role as the CEO of Skip App. Now, you've probably seen me talk about the app on my Instagram. It's how you pre-order coffee or food and you can not line up right? So it's like a pre-ordering skip the queue kind of app thing. And it has totally saved cafes and restaurants during coronavirus when the lockout laws kind of like really kicked in. These guys have been able to facilitate and help so many uh, cafes stay afloat. So we really kind of delved into that. Uh, Bill is very funny, very wonderful, and he really cares, which is why I think he does care so much about this pod and why he's feeling a bit nervous about it. Bill, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. You are a wonderful human being, and it's a total honour not just to have you on this podcast, but to have you in my life as such a wonderful friend. Big love. Hello. Lola, hello. (laughs) Are you nervous? Um, testing one, two, one, two, testing. Sounds like I might have a radio host on the show. <laughs> Not sure about that, but we'll give it a crack. Okay, this is my, before we get into this, you should know, this is my incredible mate. Actually, you're one of my best friends. Let's call a spade a spade. Yeah, let's say it. It's been, it's been a long time. Yeah, a good five years. I feel like longer. So this, I want to make sure I've, I've phonetically spelt your last name. So Bill Bezos. Correct. Oh, I nailed it? Yeah. So you are the CEO of Skip app. Yes. Let's just get that out of the way yep. straight away. So I okay. So I want to talk uh, for people listening because obviously we've been we're currently living in a pandemic mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying there's no such thing as normal anymore. So I really want to talk to you. Yes, this is a fearlessly failing podcast about your own personal kind of like highs and lows. Yeah. But also like managing a brand and an app that actually has helped people feel safe and still get their favourite things and help keep businesses afloat throughout this pandemic. It's, to me, a really important thing to chat about. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Okay, so let's start with the business side of things yep. then. But before all of that, mm-hmm. do you remember when we first met? Um, I actually think from memory, and I could be wrong, but yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm right, Yeah. Um, that I actually put you forward as yes. a speaker with the business that I was working with previously. Yeah, that's right. Um, and you went on a roadshow. Yeah, that's right. I wasn't part of the roadshow. No. But I did put you forward. How'd you find me though? Um, I think from our mate Salvatore. Oh, so how, is that Yeah, how? I think so. How interesting. Yeah, I think there was a connection there. I heard about you. They were asking for a speaker that would be great to go out on the circuit, talk all things social, but also health and business. So yeah. I'll put your name forward and here we are today. And we had our first phone conversation during that. That's tour. correct. Yeah, you called to thank me. Yeah, that's, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, amazing. So then I started making little lists of things that we've done together. Yeah. So we've been to a lot of events and fun things together. Yeah, which has been great. We went to the movie premiere last year of A Star Is Born. That's right. Do you remember? Where, yeah, you cried. 
Did I? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, right at the end. Well, it's a sad flip. Well, well, let's not talk about it in case someone hasn't watched it. You were laughing from memory. I was not laughing. <laughs> I'm a very serious person, Lola. You are the opposite of a serious <laughs> person. Um, and then we've, we were just discussing before this, we've both got a love for Dennis Walter. Love Dennis. Isn't he wonderful? Yeah. He's one of my dream guests, just so you know, on this yeah. pod. But I used to go on 3AW, which yeah. you did as well. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. What did you talk about? Oh, Skip and who we are, how we're operating. I think we did a bit around spring racing carnival as well. Of course, because you had your famous marquees correct. at spring racing and carnival. And then we're enabling race goers to pre-order, pay and collect. Oh, of course, of so, course. Yeah, spoke about that. Because uh, I used to go on Dennis's show and I'm a massive Dennis fan mm-hmm. and so I go on talking about health and wellness and every time I go on I'd be like, Dennis, what are you seeing at Carol's by Candlelight <laughs> this year? And one year I went to the the um, rehearsal, so uh-huh. the day before yep. Christmas Eve is the rehearsal. Yep. He gets on stage and he's like, this song's dedicated to Lola Berry if you're in the audience. Oh. And I was like, yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dennis. How nice is that? Yeah, that's amazing. Really nice guy. Oh, and the best voice. Yeah, amazing. Oh, okay. Favourite Christmas carol? Okay. I've got to say the first Noel because my dad's name is Noel. Oh, that's right. Christmas is literally a Christmas tree with just Noel decorations all over over it because it's like an ode to my dad. But I do like, I like the real old school, almost romantic sounding ones. What's your favourite carol? (laughs) I'd probably say Drummer Boy. I knew you were going to say Little Drummer Boy. Something about that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I think I like um, Far Out. It's like there's those ones like Oh, Holy Night and like those really like, mm, I don't know what the word is. When I say romance, like when someone like Dennis sings it and it's got all this depth and whatnot to it. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. We've been, obviously, we're still in isolation. Yeah. Is it Christmas already? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I know, right? I know. Well, Far out. Well, we're here talking about Christmas carols and I feel like, mm, have I just missed eight months? I know. It does feel a yeah. lot like that. It does. And that, by the way, thank you so much for doing this pod. And especially around this time when you're actually, I, I know we're hearing a lot of, of a lot of people, myself included, especially at the start of isolation where work kind of slowed. Yeah, we've been really, really fortunate. You've been the opposite, correct? Yeah. And it's and it's been touch and go the whole way through as well, based off government announcements, what's totally. acceptable, what's not. Can you quickly take the listeners through what is Skip? Yeah, for sure. So Skip's an application that's free to download from. You IG. mean an app, right? An app. An app. <laughs> that's <laughs> application. Serious, but serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's an app that people can download. So you mm-hmm. can do it through iTunes, Google Play Store. If you can't do either of those, which is very rare, um, you can also jump on our website, skip.com.au, yep. um, follow the prompts and place your order. So the whole thing behind Skip, it enables us as consumers of food and beverage yep. um, to pre-order, yep. pay and then collect so for me, I use it for coffee, yep. but I think I read a few, Googled a few articles you've been in recently. Yeah. And that's now kind of pivoted to being pivoted far out. We're overusing that word yeah. right now at the moment, aren't we, in this sure time? But you've kind of like allowed, I was reading, correct me if I'm doing it wrong, mm-hmm. business owners to do food as well, which I know has always been on offer, yep. but also for them to deliver food to people's homes. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So that's something that we just introduced. Oh, are as, you proud that I did that yeah, research? I'm, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you've researched well. Um, yeah, that's something that we have pivoted, second time we're saying that yeah. word. Um as part of our application. So, again, skip. The app. With yeah. app. <laughs> this is going well. You can um, tell we're too close. <laughs> we're going to pay each other out the whole way. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I guess with Skip, we've been in a really fortunate position that assisting the hospitality industry to keep their doors open. Um, we've assisted them with providing an offering to consumers, keeping their customers safe at the same time as well. Yeah, customers, staff. Yep. And I, I read an interview where you said like it's really about kind of like the community rallying around keeping, yes, the customers safe but still giving you the comfort. Like that morning coffee, for mm. me, it's a ritual. Like yep. whether it be like my favourite local cafe mm-hmm. and like even boss Matt and I love like we'll pre-order our coffees and sit in the car and have a date together in yeah. the car. Like yeah. I know that sounds funny but yeah. it's like we look forward to it. Yeah, it's the one thing that has kept me especially sane well, and yeah. feel a bit normal. You were saying to me just before your routine is I get up, I, I get changed, hopefully. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> Make the bed. 
Yeah, you make the bed, but you go to do your walk around yeah. Princess Park. Sorry to give away where you live. That's all right. Um, and you get your coffee on the way. Yeah, and it's that's all right. part of your kind of like morning ritual. Yeah. And I guess for me, as you know, I'm not a massive homebody. Yeah. Um, so the whole isolation for me has been really difficult. Yeah. So from day one, I needed to get my shit together yeah. because I knew it was going to be a long road ahead um, and I needed to get into the right headspace, not only for work but also for myself mentally as well. Also, Bill's been doing juice cleanses once a week. Who am I? I know with our mates, Karmic, a big shout-out to them because they're They've been amazing. so wonderful. If you're Melbourne-based and want juice cleanse, this is not a paid sponsored thing. Also, this is not either. So just so you know, I said to Bill when we were chatting, I was like, let's definitely talk about Skip because I believe that Skip is one of those cool um, companies that has been able to facilitate so much goodness in a shit time or in a confronting time. And even just little things like, have you got something in place, I think I saw, where you can pay it forward? Yeah, that's right. So we did a campaign um, for our customers to be able to pay it forward. Yeah. for whether it's another customer that was going in that may not have been able to afford to buy food or coffee or they wanted to support their local. Um, And it's actually been really nice just to say even the messages that are going through as part of each order. You were telling me just last night about the Alfred Hospital. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, so the Alfred Hospital contacted us. Um, Obviously, they're working around the clock, um, doing an amazing job, let me say, um, with what they're doing. And they contacted us talking about how difficult it was for them just to simply grab some coffee or some food. Because what, they've got to like scrub, get out of scrub. Yeah. Like if they're in theatre, because yep. theatre can go for hours and That's hours right. and hours, you've got to get out, mm-hmm. change those scrub. What, how does it work? What yeah, do? scrub down, get changed from that, go out, order their coffee, order their food, do the same process when they go back in, scrub down again, change clothes again, and then get back into theatre. Yeah. So that would take around half an hour to 40 minutes yeah. each time. Yeah, and you've cut Which is timely for them, right? And so you found out about that? So we found out about that. We started working with the venue that yeah. was located um, at the Alfred Hospital, which yeah. is called Alps, anyone at home that was wondering. Um, and then what we started doing was a delivery, the delivery functionality that we've got available, we started um, using that with yeah. specific times. So every hour the venue would provide a delivery service to the staff room of the yeah. theatre um, and ICU, leave the food and bev, and then they would literally go in, grab everything, and again, they would be it, it created better efficiencies. Yeah, and they so were cool. so grateful. And to receive a letter from all the nurses and the doctors um, in ICU after all the work that they're doing, it was yeah, it was yeah. really touching to know that not only are we doing what we do best, which is operating skip, but we're doing something that's working in this current climate as well. Totally. And I think for you as well, like you were saying, you personally struggle. You're a very social person. Yeah. You are you love like catching up with people and you love like human contact. You're love like it. one of those real butterflies. Like yeah. you, and you're quite an extrovert, I would say. Oh, 100% Much extrovert. more than me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you, and, you and I go to events together and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm done for three weeks now. Yeah. And you're like, I can't get one? enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, but I imagine for you it's probably given you such a sense of purpose as well, yeah. especially in this time. Yeah. And every time I'll call Bill, because, like, obviously I, my work is kind of really, really slowed, and I'll call Bill and he's like, shit, I've got to call you back. Like you are constantly on the go. Yeah. And I think even I know we briefly touched on the delivery service. So for us there was a lot of businesses that were contacting us mm. saying we love Skip, we've been using Skip for years, um, we think it's a great service, especially with what's going on now. Is there an opportunity that you could flick on a delivery service? Yeah, okay. So and that's how it. Yeah, and I guess for us the delivery piece was always something that we wanted to work on and bring yeah. out and introduce. Um, but I obviously created a, or had a catch up with my development team yeah. and the head of product, yeah. which is Dave. Um, and I said, this is what's coming through from our customers. Is there anything that we can do? Cause to that's fast a bit that track gets everything? quite expensive, correct? Like if you say, I don't know if I want to, I'm allowed to say you competitors, but say like an Uber Eats or yep. something. Yeah. Only I know this because of having the smoothie bar happy place. They take a massive hunk of money off you, the, um, the commission rate. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I yeah. told you you're smarter than yeah. me. No. <laughs> Before this, he's like, what if I don't sound smart? I'm like, you're like at least five times smarter than me. So what I'm getting at, yeah. back to your skip story, mm. um, 
I think aren't your and we don't need to talk numbers if you don't want to, but yeah. aren't your um, rates much better than like? A- yeah, I guess there's other competitors out there without naming them um, that are charging more, and they are providing a different service as yeah. well. They're providing the delivery yes, as part of correct, it. Correct. With us, we saw the opportunity, and based off the feedback from yeah. our customers, being the merchants, saying we want to provide a delivery service. Yeah, we've got staff that were previously waiters working behind the bar, working in the kitchen, working, cleaning, um, that no longer have jobs. So we took it upon ourselves to say, all right, how quick can we get a delivery functionality um, put together? And it that kept means, them in jobs. Yeah, yeah, so it meant that waiter that no longer had a job yeah. was now delivering food and beverage to their local community. So how long did yeah. it take from the feedback to actually um, executing I, it? Okay, so we went, we've gone through a stage approach. Yeah. Stage one, within three days, we did a um, release, a development release, yeah. um, and that went live and we started onboarding venues from there. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the best experience, but for us, we, we were okay with that. And we were okay that it wasn't the best experience from day one because it was providing a service and providing these venues that are our partners to keep their doors open as well. So when you say it wasn't the best experience, it was just like ironing out the creases, like yeah, any correct. initial idea. That's right. Okay. And then from that, every every third day, we were doing a new deployment, which yep. provided greater functionality, a greater experience. So what's um, a deployment? Is that uh, like so the, develop, so the developers will work on a new piece of work. Yeah. And then from there, they'll deploy it into the application, gotcha. which enables the new app, features. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> So good. Okay, so is it true that um, – so hang on, I've, I've got a really good stat here. Yeah. So first of all, you're the number one pre-order, pay, collect, coffee, food app in, in Australia, Australia. Yep. correct? Um, I'm so excited about the next little bit, but I'll, I'll go to that in a sec. But you've got oh, well over like 2,300 cafes and yeah. stuff across – Yeah, venue partners. And that's including – we're talking like Qantas and Woolies here. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's massive, dude. Yeah. That's and they're huge. awesome partners. Yeah, you love, you do talk yeah. about how awesome they yeah, are. Yeah, they are. They're really nice to work with. All our partners are. And I think that's been the really nice thing about what's going on. We've all worked together as a community. We've enabled our businesses to stay open. We've worked as quickly and as the longest hours. Yeah. Like the whole team's come together. The team's been amazing. Everyone's been working around the clock. We've had new menus coming through, changes to menus, um, new merchants jumping on board, yeah. um, new customers. So it's been a really great experience for us. Yeah. Um, enabling, again, our partners to stay open um, and receive orders. Can I just side note, yeah. how weird is when you have meetings at Woolies? Um, it's when I say weird, do you feel like you're in the Truman Show? Oh, it's massive, yeah, and it's huge. <laughs> it, what is it? Describe it for the listeners. It's like a, it's like a Chadston, but it's a Woolworths in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, it's huge, crazy, huge, right? Huge, huge. Anyway, I just had to side note. Yeah, that it's for massive. It, for and it. I guess for us, again, working with the partners like Qantas, Woolies, they've been amazing. Oh yeah, and I th- I imagine like not to discount, that's also a reflection of your hard work because I don't think that that's um something that would be like, oh, I'm just going to call up Woolies and see if I can. No, it's a whole team. Like yeah. it's a team effort. So whether it's the product, development, marketing, support, we all come together, we all work together. And How long does it take from like that initial meeting to then having it installed? Um, for a large tender, it varies. I would probably say from day one of contact to then starting and enabling yeah. the product um, in venue, I'd probably say anywhere between a month to two. Oh, that's fast. Yeah. That's way faster than the book. Like so if you sign a book contract, if yeah. you're writing a book mm-hmm. with a publishing house, you will hold that book in your hand about 12 months later. Okay. Oh, that's a really long time. Yeah, that's <laughs> And I still fast. think one to two months is too long. I thought so you were going to say. No. I thought you were going to say when you when I could see he was going to say one. Mm. I was like, oh, he'll say like one to twelve months. Yeah, no. But then you look at our the cafes as an example. So your local cafe, yeah. we can get them started same day. Yeah, that's so they incredible. sign up and they can literally. I've actually start heard you working. when when kind of like Corona got went from that stage one to stage two to stage three quite quickly. Yeah, and I'd call Bill and he's like, I'm dropping a machine at a plate. Like, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. On the ground, yeah. getting machines to, when I say machines, is that like um, ordering, printing? Yeah, correct. So it depends iPad. on the way the business wants to operate. Yeah. But yeah, it's dropping off marketing collateral, oh, yeah, tablet devices, printers. Um, and again, for, for me, I like rolling up my sleeves. You I like love going, it. talking to customers. Yeah. 
I, yeah, even I've even jumped behind the counter he, to make coffees. Yeah, he can, he's fully trained in making it. So, okay, so, so you, Skip is your brainchild, right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I took it to market. But six years, you've been on Yeah, this day one. Day one, it's yep. been you being like, all right, let's fucking make this dream happen. Yeah, so an amazing group of people developed the application. Yeah. Um, and then from there they wanted to take it to market. Yeah. That's where I got tap on the shoulder and said, Because you're an evangelist, aren't you? <laughs> Do you know what that word means? No. I had no idea. Tell me. And I was, you are one. Oh, so yeah. I was in a meeting for coffee. So with Lola Coffee, mm-hmm. um, Boss, yep. Matt, uh, my boyfriend and I own it with our friend Rob and mm. we were in a meeting and yep. we kind of were at that phase we are kind of meeting some big, I just heard your word, tenders, yep. bigger bigger, bigger guys, bigger fries than yep. us. And um, Rob, the business partner, looked at me and was like, oh, well, lols, you're the evangelist. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. Get in the car. I'm like, oh, Matt, what's an evangelist? <laughs> and he's like, you're the one that like spruiks it, gets people so excited, gets people on board, yep. sells the passion. Yeah. And I was like, for literally the next two weeks, I'm the evangelist. <laughs> so listen to what I have to say. But yeah. like that—that's why I think you and I have become such good friends because mm. we're passionate people, yeah. and we'll get so excited. Like even like little things, like something will be coming up in the calendar, and you and I yeah. are like, oh, fuck, well, I'm so yeah. excited. Let's do a lap of the ten and talk about what we're going to do and yeah. how we're going to like. That is probably your kind of superpower with yeah. Skip, where you've seen this idea. Obviously, you've done the hard work as well, but yeah. you're very good at um, getting passionate about it. Thank you. And I guess for me, I am really fortunate that I am passionate about what I do because I love what I do. Every day I get up and I enjoy going to work. Yeah. All right, there's times that you do want to press snooze a couple more times and stay yeah. in bed. Yeah. But the reality is I'm really fortunate. I've got a great product. I've got an amazing, amazing team. Um And, yeah, right now it's amazing what we've been able to do and take this product even further and assist those businesses during this hard time of Rona. Totally, yeah. Bill calls it Rona. <laughs> uh, so I keep calling it COVID-19 and Matt's like, why are you so like official about it? I'm like, oh, COVID-19, mm. this, this and this. I have fallen down the trap of like, we were saying this just before, I was like watching every news article, Australia, yep. America, New Zealand, like you name it, and it gave me way too much anxiety. I had to... Step away yeah, from I, the TV screen. I started doing the same, slowing it down a bit as well. You got to. Yeah. Okay. So while we're still on skip, before mm-hmm. we get into your um, like per- more personal story, yeah. can you give me like, and you're probably going to, you might have already shared a highlight, but like one high, but also a low. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably start with a low because yeah. that probably came first. Yeah. Um, I think for me, when I did get that tap on the shoulder to say, hey, there's a role going, yeah. do you want to apply for it? Um, I knew I wanted to do it because I was passionate about hospitality. I like the whole application itself, app application. Um, and I thought, <laughs> yep, I can really make something of this. Um, as soon as I signed the contract, it then dawned on me, Bill, you've never managed or taken right. nah, ever. Yeah. Um, my background is sales, um, having worked in advertising and travel um, prior to that and then being told, hey, you're leading a whole product. So you've got developers that report to you. Like, what does a developer do? How do I know they're working? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Looks like a matrix page. I don't know. Oh, um, yeah, and they make yeah. things happen. Um, development. PL, did you know PL no, stuff? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what it meant, but That's never managed one before. I remember my first feedback from my meeting at the yeah. smoothie bar, Sal, my old business yeah. partner, the friend you referred to earlier. Yeah. He's like, I was like, any feedback? And he's like, start figuring out how to read P&L. Yeah. Like he's like, you need to understand what the business is making and what it's yeah. spending. And like little things like I was like, oh, my God, we're spending so much money on macadamia nuts yeah. from Byron Bay. He's like, I've been telling you this for months. <laughs> Just little things. Yeah. So would you say that you had imposter syndrome? Were you like, uh, am I meant to be yeah. here? Is there someone else that should be doing this job? Um, is there someone better than me? Yeah. So that was definitely something that I really struggled with at the start. Not that I didn't love the product and I wasn't passionate. Yeah. I was unsure if I was the right person to be able to take this product to market. Would you say, though, that that's just your own insecurities? Yeah, 100%. And I think it's come from every previous role that I've had, whether it's been leading sales teams. I've always been really good at that. I was good at sales myself. Yeah. I could then started leading teams. We were successful. We smashed every target. To then go from that to something completely different. Yeah, pressure That was, was the difficult bit. Yeah. Yeah. But about, it's been amazing though. 
Yeah, and it's brought you to where you are. Yeah, I love it. So what about the highs? The highs, I guess for me, winning our first big tender um, was a massive high. What was the and first big tender? That was Qantas. Yeah. Um, so obviously the product continued to grow from day one, which has been amazing. But for the first time when we got that big um, deal, being Qantas, to work with such an iconic Australian brand. Oh, yeah. Um, it was amazing. So just for people listening, what Bill means with Skip and Qantas, like you literally pull the app up if you're yep. in the Qantas lounge, is That's that right. right? Yeah, so Skip's available in every Qantas club and lounge throughout Australia. I bet you've got a sweet deal with Qantas, don't you? Oh, we don't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) They're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. So, so basically, I've I've used it in Qantas myself, and so you just order it like you would at a cafe, but it just comes like just it's ready to go for you. Yeah. So you can go get comfortable, go grab some brekkie. Yeah. And then your coffee is ready to go, so you're not standing in a queue. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, um, so you've done your high, your low of skip. Mm-hmm. Where, like if we fast forward the switch, because I was reading that currently something like 2 million, is it 2 million Aussies already using apps to pre-order food and coffee yep. or to get delivered? That's right. Um, and the, the prediction is by 2023 that that's going to be 4.6 million. Is that yep. right? That's right. And it probably could be even higher based off what we're currently going of through. Well, you were just saying like everything's going to change. Online shopping, yeah. people that didn't use apps and online yeah. shopping now have been forced to use it. Yeah. Well, I even look like at my it. mum. Yeah. She hadn't purchased anything online previously from clothing and yeah. so forth. And now she's been doing it. But I'm even like your Changed. mum. Changed. No, I'm like your mum. I don't, yeah. I like, I like the tactile kinesthetic experience of yeah. trying a dress on. Mm-hmm. Or even in a bookshop, I would like to smell books. <laughs> Weird. No, people will absolutely say that new that book smell is yeah. really nice. Like when you got your school books delivered. Yes. So I ordered two textbooks last week, yeah. and usually I'd go to a shop and be like, "Oh, I wonder if they'll have the book I need." I don't know why, yeah. but so even for me, like, and speaking of Qantas, mm. I did that because I saw I got extra Qantas points. Yeah. You yeah, know, you like that. there's all these like online incentives. Yeah, at the and I think consumer behavior will change now forever. So how does Skip, like let's fast forward the clock, like five years from now, what's the dream for Skip? Um, to continue growing with our product offering. Yeah. Um, more merchants jumping on board and using Skip um, as that form of pre-order application. It- Could it mean drone delivery? I know there's oh, other yeah. applications trying like, trialing it out at the moment, um, but I guess for us, we've got. I don't want to spill the coffee though with the drone. No, well, we're not just coffee, so yeah. we are food as well. Yeah, totally. So, um, but yeah, who knows? Like the market's changing so rapidly, and again, I even look at it in the last six years. What we were working on day one and what we thought would be working on today is very different, yeah. and it does change week to week, even yeah. day by day. Especially now, oh, right? Hundred percent. Would you say that the goal would be like if it opened up to be, would it be something global? Yeah. Well, who knows? Like we've we've doing an amazing job here in Australia. Yeah. There's nothing stopping us to take it to that next level. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. But it's nice. We're an Australian brand. Yeah. Um, we're an Australian pre-order app. Yeah. Um, and that's what sets us Number apart. Number one. Yeah, it sets us apart to other competitors as well. Okay, so take me back to baby Bill. Mm. So is it true that is the, the day you turned 14 and nine months, you had to have a job? Yeah. The legal age of having a job? Yeah. What was the job? Toys R Us. I was Brumbies. Oh. I could, is it true that you can Thank still- God I was not Brumbies. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I put a lot of – I was eating those – we had these mini banana breads and you're allowed to take home whatever doesn't sell. Oh, what was it, mini? Mini banana – oh, you oh, don't like – Oh, I don't like banana. Bill doesn't like – he's my only person I know in my life that doesn't like bananas. Uh, I reckon there's a few more. Yeah. <laughs> or I'd take a loaf of white bread home and just put tomato sauce on it and just eat bread and tomato sauce. Very Aussie, isn't Very it? Very weird. <laughs> So Australian, I'm sure Aussie other Aussie kids have definitely done that. So okay, so can you still do the um the closing lines of uh, Toys R Us? Mm, Come on, you did it to me the other day. Don't pretend you don't know. Attention customers, as the time is now approaching quarter to nine, Toys R Us High Point will be closing for trade in approximately fifteen minutes time. <laughs> There's a lot more, but we don't have time for it. Let's end it there. Thank you very much for doing that. Okay, so um 
on a more personal note, this yeah. is a podcast about celebrating the failures. Yeah. So what would what would be some more like personal kind of like hurdles? Yeah. Well, again, there's failures in every part of our life. Of course. Like I even look at it now with business. I guess I've got a different mentality now, which yeah. is it's okay to fail. Oh, it's yeah. okay to make mistakes, learn from them, um, but l- also fail fast. Yeah. So I don't know if you've heard about failing fast, yeah, save money, get your learnings as quickly as possible and then move on to the next thing. Yeah. And again, you could fail on the next time that you do it, but yeah, move so on So would quickly. you say that you like failing then? Um, I've accepted failing. And is that just- I don't think anyone likes failing, but we've I've accepted it. And it's part of learning and part of growing and development. There's a famous Gary V quote, you know, mm-hmm. Gary yeah, v- Vanderchuk. Yeah. He said that successful people, which I would put you in that boat, um, you're one of my most successful friends oh. for sure. But they kind of look forward to that failure because it comes with a lesson, yeah, like of you course. said. And, and yeah. it's like, oh, but that thing that actually might teach me something about myself that will better me as a human. Yeah, that's right. And they say politicians look forward to confrontation mm-hmm. because it allows them to find a hole mm-hmm. or holes within their own personality. Yeah. How cool is yeah, that? Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Okay, so we're on to personal failures and yeah. you just said like the, that you like to fail fast. Yeah, and I guess if you look at, if I look at where I am today and growing up and there's a certain expectations of what you need to be at what point in your life, at what age, yeah. and does that mean you're successful? Does that mean you're not? Yeah. So as an example, finishing high school, the enter score or whatever you call it. What was days. your enter score? Do you remember? Oh, no. I would probably say in the eighties, early eighties. Oh, that's pretty smart. Mm, I could look. I'll be honest. I didn't love school. I loved the social side. Of course, of of course, of course. Where'd you go? You feel like a D-Lar boy? No, Essendon Gillor College. Oh yeah, because we Essendon. We grew up in. I grew up in East Gillor. Yeah, so we were really close. Yeah, meant to be friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think the whole expectation of you finish high school, you get an enter score from that, that dictates what you're going to do next. Yeah. You should go to uni based off that's the norm. Yeah. Um, and that's what's deemed as success. Um, but you did do that, correct? Yeah, I did it in a different way. So for me, my growing up, I always wanted to be an actor. Oh, yes. We've um, got that in common, don't we? Right. Yeah. Um, but I knew that it was a difficult industry yeah. and I needed to have something else to fall back on. Yeah. Um, I always had a passion for cooking um, and the hospitality industry, even from back then. Um, so I finished year 12, um, then went and studied at William Angles. So were you doing like the full chef kind yeah, of Yeah, hospitality. So hospitality and hospitality okay. management, um, a lot of cooking as part of that. So technically I'm a qualified cook um, as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's amazing. Um and then from there worked in hotels. Hang on a sec, you've never cooked for me. <laughs> Hang on a minute, what's going wrong with this friendship? But I can pick a good restaurant. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And we've had some good meals out. Yeah, amazing. That's true. And yeah. uh, wine, you're very good at wine. Yeah. Come on. I'm good at consuming it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I studied at William Engler, started working at hotels, um, cafes, did that for about four years while I was at, oh, no, sorry, I'm lying. Three years while I was at William Anglis. Yeah. Um, then from there, I started working at the Park Hyatt when that first opened. As a. So I started off as a waiter and person behind the bar yeah. at one of their bars. Um, so I did that for a period of time. And I remember there was a couple that came down the stairs. Um, I was waiting there with a tray for, with beverages, waiting for them to come down. Came down, they grabbed it. And I kept thinking to myself, you know what? There needs to be a not that there's anything wrong with being a waiter or anything like yeah. that, but I knew I wanted something more yeah. than just that. And I shouldn't say just that because it's more than enough. Yeah. But for me, I knew that I wasn't satisfied with just doing that. So I Were then, you still studying acting at all? No. Oh, yes. I lie again. I was doing it um, in the evenings Yeah. Um, once, twice a week. Oh, that's good though. Yeah, and I kept doing that even oh, for at least 10 years. Yeah. <gasps> that's why you're so good on the – Podcast. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then went and did a degree at La Trobe Uni on business. Yeah. Um, which was amazing. So you would have done that later, like later compared to you weren't in your teens. You weren't like no. Nine, uh, so I was 22. Oh, so you're like the same as me with my nutrition yeah. degree. Yeah. Okay. So I did that um, and then from there worked in travel. 
doing sales, marketing, and traveling around doing roadshows, working with um, travel agents, t- teaching them how to pitch destination, how what to sell What was your favourite destination to pitch? New Zealand and Tasmania. Tasmania was, and it still is today, um, a hotspot. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it was really nice to talk about. You love that thing they do in Tasmania. Is it Dark Mofo? Yeah, so we did that um, last year. That was you amazing. You did that with Skip, didn't you? Yeah, so part of Telstra um, presented to a group of Telstra people yeah. together with Alan Joyce, which was amazing. Yeah, but hang on, how, what was Skip doing for that? So we worked as part of the Like Telstra. people could pre-order some of No. Okay. So it was more promoting our new product that we were releasing. Got you. Yeah. Oh, and, and – So hopefully there's a future collaboration. I know it's been um, – it's not happening this year. Yeah. So, so hopefully – Yeah, 2021, there's a new opportunity there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay, I cut you off. Tasmania for food and beverage, you're about to say, is epic. Yeah, yeah amazing, amazing. So I worked in travel for about four years. Um, in New Zealand, we did you go to Queenstown at all? Yeah, so how nice is that? Amazing, thing? amazing. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, New Zealand's either. beautiful. Yeah, for those that haven't been, highly recommend. Well, I think and it's, it's not first, far. It's the and first you can, quarter yeah, that's right. Open. Yeah. So Good yeah, time. worked in travel for about four years, and then from that, then started working in adverta- advertising. Yeah. Um, advertising. Advertising. <laughs> advertising. Um, and working in sales, leading teams there. Yeah. And got me to where I am today. So. Um, you're a lovely Greek boy. Am I yeah. allowed to say that? Yeah, say it. <laughs> and is there ever any kind of like, do you ever in your mind, mm. obviously because I date Matt and he's Italian yeah. and like there's a family yeah. is obviously a, a core value system. Yeah, for sure. Whereas like for me, like my parents divorced when I was in prep, which mm-hmm. was not, tra- didn't feel traumatic. Like it was done so, my mum and dad are still really good mates. Yeah. And they'll say funny things like, I'll get dad something. He's like, oh, that's more your mother's toes. <laughs> you know, like it, yeah. they're still really good mates, which I love. Mm-hmm. Like dad is still the vet to mum's animals. Like it's very, very cool. Yeah. Um, but I've never had as a tight family like so, for example, there's never been an expectation to have kids by a certain age or yeah. anything like that. Do you ever feel like, well, I've definitely gone down the career path. Do you ever question yeah, that and, a bit? Yeah, I do. And I think is that failure? That's what I mean. So have yeah. I failed from my parents' eyes based off what their expectations are yeah. and their timelines are? Yeah. Um, I think they're pretty relaxed about it as well. Yes, they'd like me to settle down, have kids. Yeah. Um, and I do think of that. Have I spent too much time on focusing on career and left that to the side? But, I don't. again, I don't think we should put a time stamp on when things should occur by Totally. And, yeah, again, I'm loving life. Yeah. I'm happy with what I'm doing. Well, that's what I was going to say. I've got a good group of people around me. Well, that's what I was going to say. If you sit down, you'd probably have no regrets. No. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't oh, do I think we all have times in our lives that we say, I regret doing that, but nothing that really stands out Yeah. Um, as a major regret. Yeah. Which I'm really fortunate yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the same. Yeah. Uh, question. Yes. So your personality as obviously a friend is like really like you're very caring, you're super loving, you're always there, you're very, very supportive. And I think that you're the same, I imagine you're the same in your career. So like you've got a team that you value. Like I've spoken to Bill a few weeks ago. He's like, oh, it was um, a team member's birthday last week. I sent them all cupcakes to home for their isolation. Yeah, like, good old Dave received cupcakes last week. <laughs> no, I know, right. But, I mean, you've told me as well like other members, like you gave them hampers and stuff like that because they've worked so hard. So you care so much about your staff. Yeah. Does that ever come at a cost? Yeah. So I – love my staff as though they're family. Yeah. I treat them the same. Um, I want them to enjoy coming into work. Yeah. I want them to have a good time. And I guess over the years um, in previous roles as well, leading larger teams, that does become a bit of an issue. Yeah. I guess separating when's business and when you have to have that difficult conversation. Yeah. And a lot of the times it's a conversation that you might not even agree with, but you get paid to do a job. And you sometimes have to have that difficult conversation and, yeah, with individual staff that you've built quite a close yeah. relationship slash friendship friendship out of it. 
Because I know me personally, yeah. I really struggled with that with Happy Place yeah. and I became friends with all my staff and yeah. one of my business partners, Locke, who you mm. also remember, he yeah. goes, the biggest mistake you're making, Lola, is being friends with them. Yeah. He's like, you, they've got to respect this is a, a space that is here. Because the other thing that I learned really early on in my career is no one will work as hard as you at your dream. That's right. And Skip is your dream, yeah. really. Yeah. And so... I found it really hard when I'd see my staff slacking off mm. or I remember I had a staff member going, what's it like to be famous? And I was mm. like, oh, my freaking God. Like, yeah. one, I'm not. Two, mm. don't ask me that. Like, yeah. that's a really – right now you should be focused on the customer and, yeah. and and giving someone a great product that they love and feel good. Yeah, like that's right. That's where your energy should be, not asking me about tips on social media yeah, for your right. own purposes. Yeah. Um, and so I struggled. Mm. And I know you and I are a bit similar yeah, in, in work. And so my question is, is that something that is like, I think you have kind of answered it, but like, how the f do you handle those really tough conversations? Like yeah. how? Because I know I felt horrible after mm. I had to deliver a really hard conversation. I never had to fire people at Happy yeah. Place, but I had to make it clear that I wasn't on their team in yeah. order to get them to work harder. Yeah. And I think you mentioned the word fire. And I think looking back from when our parents were working, yeah, the word redundancy very rarely came up. Yeah. Whereas I look at my past roles that I've had and I've had to make that difficult decision yeah. of making people redundant, which is probably the worst thing that yeah. you could do because you're affecting someone's livelihood yeah. and they've got family, they've got kids and and that's really, really difficult. Um, and that's probably the hardest thing about leading and managing staff. And on a personal note, mm -hmm. how do you – Look after yourself when you have to do something like that. Because um, I know you don't. I'd like love that. to say I don't have sleepless nights, but I do. Yeah. Um, but the reality is, you can only do so much, and if it has to be a decision that's come from above, um, all you have to think about and know is that you're doing it based off what the business requirements are. Mm. You're not, it's not personal. Yeah. You still care about that person. You don't want to see bad things happen to that individual or individuals. Um, but unfortunately, it's part of business and part of life that sometimes you do have to make that difficult decision. It's it's so interesting hearing you say this because like when you hear like Bill, CEO, like a CEO's personality you think is quite cutthroat and a bit like, well, this is business. Yeah. So business is business. Yeah. And I'm sure there's other people, whether it, their manager, it doesn't matter what the title is, when they have to make that difficult decision, yeah. they can switch off and it's part of their job yeah. and they're not taking, yeah. it's not emotional. For me, it's You're a bit, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it makes it really difficult. Do you think it comes at a cost to you? Like when you say the sleepless night thing, do you think that like, like what I'm trying to get at is like how do you find that balance? Like how do you go, okay, I care so much about my staff yep. but I also know that I have to make tough calls. Like that's part of being a CEO I imagine. Yeah, that's right. And like how, how is it just like you do go, all right, I'm going to deliver this in the best possible way that I yeah. can deliver it. and I put myself in their situation. So okay. if I was going through that, how would I want that to be communicated to me? Yeah. Um, and I think if you can do that, you'll respect the person that you're delivering that message to. And I have a saying as well, and it goes across over personal business, but I always go let the dust settle. Yeah. I think we've had this discussion yeah, before. Have. And it, it can feel really shit at first mm -hmm. and really yuck, but if you let the dust settle, yeah. you often will find that the other person and you will probably come back with a lot of respect for one another because of the foundations you've set over the the working yeah, relationship. Yeah, and I've seen that and experienced that in the past. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Oh, so interesting. But again, it's all about learning, growing as an individual, as a manager and as a leader as well. Uh, now, I've not, now, just for people at home, Bill has got a whole um, scrapbook of <laughs> notes here. And so I'm really mindful we're already nearly at time. Can you believe it? Already. Already. So is there anything in Should there? Should we organise a part two? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Bill, part two, part three, part four, part five. Um, is there anything in there that I have le left out? No, not really. I think we've covered everything. Is there anything – that's good then uh, – is there anything just for people listening at home, say that they're in work and they've got aspirations to be like in a position like you because mm. obviously like you're a very high power position and in business like I can see you, you're going to do like massive motivational talks for other business people down the – like you do already. Yeah. Can you tell people? <laughs> no, I guess for me the one thing that I'd tell people is be yourself, be true to yourself. Yeah. 
Um, treat the people the way that you want to be treated. Yeah. Um, respect the people that work for you, that work in your team. Create a really good environment. Um, the last thing that you want to be doing is replacing staff all the time based off creating a shit working environment. Yeah, because it so, starts at the top, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. Like at the end of the day, I'm there for how many hours per day as well. I want to have a good time. I want to go into work, have a laugh. Mm. Um get the job done, roll our sleeves up and get shit done. But the reality is I also want to have a good time as well. So would you say like, because uh, I don't want to like send a message to people that it's all sunshines and rainbows. Oh. It's a lot of hard work. Yeah, of like course. you work very hard. Yeah, lots of long hours, a lot of hard work. But if you enjoy what you're doing, you'll succeed. And that's probably the biggest thing. You want to work in an industry or for a brand that you respect, that you enjoy working and going to work isn't going to work. It's mm. enjoying yourself each time you're there. How do you switch off from work though? That's probably been the hardest thing, switching off. Um, how do you stop reading emails, responding mm. to emails? Um, I tend to not open the laptop when I go home. Okay. Um, if I can action something from my phone, which is probably yeah. 90% of the emails that come through, um, I'll action them as they come through. Um, but I don't physically open a laptop. Because that I get feels home. for you like that's Yeah, so okay I might get home work. at 6.30, 7 o'clock at night um, and then that laptop is then shut. But I will always keep an eye on emails coming through on my phone. And if I can respond quickly, I'll do it on the spot. And after all of this... Uh, craziness that we're living in right mm. now, the confront the very confrontingness of being, oh, that's not a word, but do you know what I mean? The yeah. uncomfortable stuff of being personally um, living through a pandemic. Yeah. What's something that you just really want to do for yourself? I cannot wait to go back to a restaurant. Yeah. What are you going to order? Oh, probably everything. Yeah. <laughs> bottle of red. Yeah. I want to hear the words, would you like another bottle of the same, sir? Or <laughs> would you like the wine list? <laughs> And are you going to book a trip? Um, yeah, as soon as it's over, definitely. Where do you want to go? Somewhere warm. Byron? Mm, maybe, oh, domestically, yes. What about internationally? Because we're all dreaming about this now, yeah. so let's talk to it. <sighs> Either Italy, Greek islands, Oh, you love France. the Greek islands. Yeah, good fun. Yeah, let's hope it's over soon. Yeah. And they lift the bands. So um, well, I'm going to end on one positive, like real positive kind of like for listeners. Um, so for people that feel stuck, career or personally, mm -hmm. because I think they're kind of the two things that people might be feeling now. Like as you mentioned, a lot of people have been made redundant, yeah. especially now. Yeah. It's really scary. Um, it's also a time when people feel anxious. Like I think I, I had my therapist last week and he mm -hmm. said they're not going to release the stats of mental health yet because it is so bad. Yeah like through the roof, suicide. Yep. And and um, and I said, oh, are you taking a lot of clients at the moment? And because we were doing it over FaceTime, yep. WhatsApp. And he said, I have a lot of suicide, suicidal cases that, I, that are high priority that I need to be there for people. Yep. So it's such a rough time for a lot oh, of people. You're in the we've very We've been small so fortunate and that's probably something that I should highlight as well. We have been one of those fortunate businesses that have – been able to stay open and provide a service. And grow. Yeah, and grow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, it's important to take a step back and understand that's not the case. And it's yeah. not the case for a lot of industries and a lot of people. Yeah. And yes, mental health is critical and really important. And yeah, again, we have been fortunate, but again, that's not, we're not forgetting the industries that are really, totally. really suffering totally. at the moment. And hospitality is definitely suffering. It's hospitality not Hospitality in the arts, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like all my stuff yeah. is like poor, like definitely in the beginning where it felt like everything just got put on ice. Yeah, that's right. It felt really like, oh, gee. Yeah. And also like you want to be able to create content and work for companies but mm. you also need to abide by yeah, exactly right. laws so you don't know what you can and can't. Like it, yeah. it's, it feels like a really confronting time. But the reason why I'm asking like what would your advice be for someone that feels stuck, whether it be personally or in a, in a successful um capacity mm. is because I turn to you for inspiration. You're that friend I call when and I'm And I like, do the same with you, right? Yeah, we're kind of each other's yeah. like hype girl. Yeah. A oh. Hype boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phil's face is like, yeah. <laughs> um, So if someone is feeling a bit like overwhelmed at the moment yeah. or a bit stuck or, you know, and, and what would your advice be? Talk to people. Yeah. Talk to someone that you trust. Even talk to a random if you feel more comfortable opening up to a random. Yeah. Um, 
but definitely have that conversation. And of course, like I'm, I'm obviously pro mental health. Like if you need help, a hundred percent get it. I'm, I oh, love definitely. seeing my therapist, but yeah, I think like you're so good at inspiring me, and that's why I thought like, oh, he's gonna know like what the um, ingredient is to make, and I think to make people feel better. And I think mm-hmm. one thing that you, out of all the humans I know, you thrive off community. Love Being part of a community, helping Skip is a community. Mm -hmm. Then you've got all these other communities that are facilitated because of Skip. Mm. Yeah. Like each individual cafe. And I think um, when you – talking to someone is great feedback because it makes you feel like you belong somewhere. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, definitely. And you feel heard. And I um, watched an interview with Oprah. We love Oprah. Love. Everyone gets a car. And she goes, you get a car and you get a car. <laughs> uh, and she said, um, I've interviewed murderers. Mm. I've interviewed Beyonce. I've interviewed presidents. Um, I've interviewed actors. And he said, she said, they all want the same thing. They just want to be heard. Yeah, definitely. So talk definitely. to someone. Yeah, and if your mate's coming and asking for help, listen to them. Yeah, really listen. To listen. Them. Yeah, because you need both. We on just to be people perspective. We talk how often? Oh, at least daily. At least daily. <laughs> she calls more than I do. It's true. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's, no, it's true. I'm joking. <laughs> He'll be like Lola. I'll be like, I don't know what to do. I'm an obsessor though. I'm a Virgo, so I ruminate and yep. I go over and over. And you're like, no, no, just talk. You'll feel better. Yeah. Let thank it out. You, thank you so much. Thank you. Have Thanks you enjoyed for the pod? Me. Loved it. Also, this is not a sponsored pod by Skip. This is literally just like our our long-standing friendship, but also I am an avid user and fan of Skip. Thank you. Not just since Corona stuff and how you've helped so many cafes, but also as a consumer myself, someone that loves coffee, uh, I actually would always have this little routine where I'd order my skip coffee. This is really, I should not be admitting this. I'd order my skip coffee, run in, neck the coffee in my car and then do a yoga class. <laughs> Whatever keeps you going. <laughs> I had this little system because it was all near each other. Yeah. Uh, but big love and thank, thank you. you for being such a wonderful friend. Thank you so much. That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lollaberry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate, and comment. And of course, spread the love. Mm-hmm.